In the words of Oprah, passion is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you. The truth is, is that everyone has a passion, even if you don't know what it is. Our purpose here on earth is to discover it. Many people don't believe that you can turn what you love into a viable business enterprise, but you can. In fact, the best businesses are built on passion. It just takes some planning, soul searching, and yes, hard work. And today we're going to be sharing with you a rewind interview for Women's History Month that I did with Miss Terry Harrison Esquire, and she's going to be helping us to understand and learn how to fearless and fabulously step into the authentic purpose and live out our passion unapologetically while building a business around doing the work that you love. This is going to be a great rewind episode for Women's History Month. Let's get started. I am so excited today to have a guest who lives in my own city of Nashville, Tennessee. Terry Harrison is a personal development expert and inspirational thought leader for women entrepreneurs. With her signature programs and consulting services, she empowers others to elevate, execute, and excel. She is the founder and CEO of Fearless and Fabulous Worldwide, a personal development and business consulting boutique for radical entrepreneurs. In her role as success strategist and business consultant, Terry teaches clients how to transform their lives from the inside out. In addition, Terry is a contributing writer for the Huffington Post, Black Enterprise, and Success Magazine. Her passion for business led her to write her first book, Winning at Entrepreneurship, Innovative Strategies for Small Business Success. I want to welcome and introduce to you Terry Harris podcast. Welcome, Terry. Hello. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you, Markeith. I'm excited to be here. I'm so glad that you agreed to participate on today's podcast. You know, I like to have some innovative, uh, motivating and inspiring people to interview to kind of share their life story and, you know, really help people step into alignment with their own purpose so that they can create the life that they want and so that they can live, as you state in your slogan on your website, fearless and Fabulous. So, Terry, I have a quick question for you. Are you ready to shift some mindsets and shift some lives? Absolutely. I'm always ready to do that. Awesome. So, Terry, I gave a brief introduction of who you are. Why don't you give us a little bit more background about yourself, about your business, and just, you know, give the audience some time to just learn a little bit more about you? 
Sure. Well, I have a background in corporate and business law, and I had a a pretty great legal career. I was able to do uh, some pretty exciting things. I had companies, Fortune 500 companies that were my clients. Uh, I worked for the largest plaintiff's firm in the United States at one time. And all of those things were very rewarding, uh, but they were not fulfilling. And I realized, Markeith, after spending uh, three years in law school, uh, accumulating over $200,000 worth of uh, loan, uh, student loan debt, I realized that God had really called me to do something greater, that he had really called me to use my voice in a different way. Uh, so what I really am passionate about and what I really enjoy doing is empowering women to succeed, you know, bringing out the champion, cultivating uh, your brilliance, uh, that 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 level of tenacity that you that you need to win at all costs. That's really my passion. So I created a company called Fearless and Fabulous Worldwide, and it does exist exactly that. It empowers and it teaches women uh, how to activate their greatness and how to be successful in business. So that's really uh, my brainchild. It's what I love to do. And it is definitely fulfilling. Great. You know, we all have stories of how we got to where we got to. And, you know, I too, haven't gone to school and hadn't gone to graduate school and did everything that I was taught to do only to realize later in life that there was more to life than just going after what was considered to be the American dream. Mm -hmm. You know, and I like to share with people all the time that many of us spend our lives trying our best to climb that corporate ladder, doing the things that we were taught to do, only Mm -hmm. to realize once we get to the top that the ladder that we climb was leaning against the wrong wall. (laughs) You know, and so (laughs) sometimes you have to shift Sometimes you have to shift in your mind, shift in your physical activity because you realize that your ladder that you were climbing was leaning against the wall wall. But the (laughs) great thing about it, it's never too late to shift. It's never too late to make that change. And that's one of the reasons why I created Castle because I wanted people to know and to understand that there are individuals who have decided to shift their lives and become more and to become more in alignment with their purpose with Mm -hmm. their calling, you know, Mm -hmm. because we all have that calling and that purpose, but we have to make an intentional decision that we're going to follow after that. And so can you tell the listening audience uh, your perspective on, you know, what does it really mean for you to move and be in line, be in alignment with your purpose and your passion? Well, you know, your purpose is your spiritual assignment. It's the thing that God created you to do. He created you to do something specific. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about having an assignment, uh, you usually think about being in class. And the reality is that all of us, from the moment we were born, we were born into the class called life. Mm. And when you are born into the class called life, that means that there's work to do. And part of that work and part of the self-discovery for myself was really being able to answer three questions which is really, who are you? What were you created to do? And then most importantly, are you bold enough to do it? Mm. And I think when you, um, when you gather that intel, when you get that insight, when you sit with yourself and get introspection on those issues, it empowers you to pass the class called life and to graduate into new levels of being, into new levels of seeing, into new levels of thinking and speaking, and really into being the person, the man or woman that God has really called you to be. But you can't do that until you understand your purpose, until you really understand your spiritual assignment. 
That's good. You know, understanding your spiritual assignment. I like what you said about, you know, your purpose really is your God assignment. It is mm-hmm. the assignment for which you have specifically been created. You know, and so how do we really get to the root of what that assignment is? How do we assess ourselves, mm-hmm. assess our own personal talents, gifts, skill sets to really help us determine what that potential assignment could be for us? Well, I think it's important. I mentioned uh, two terms, self-discovery and introspection. I think purpose is something that you not everybody wakes up knowing exactly what it is they were created to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a few people who do. You know, Beyonce said she knew from the age of three that she wanted to sing and perform. And of course, she's in the fulfillment. She's now you know, fulfilling her destiny. Uh, but for some of us, uh, we have to go and take a few detours and go through a few neighborhoods before we figure out what it is we were really created to do. And so what that requires is sometimes it requires uh, what I call unplugging from the matrix. Mm. You know, we have so many distractions in life, so many things that pull us away from ourselves, outside of ourselves. And it's so critically important that we silence the noise so that we can really hear uh, our inner voice and the voice of God. And so when you're looking to really get in alignment with that purpose, what you're really looking to do is get quiet to to decompress Mm -hmm. and to really search yourself to figure out what are my strengths? What am I good at? You know, I've come to know that a person who doesn't know what they're good at will never know what they're good for. So it's 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 a responsibility that we all have to engage in self-discovery and really get um, down to the truth of the matter. What is it that makes us happy? What are, What is it that people come to us for that we're known for? That thing that makes us feel good when we do it? That's uh, how you know you're on the right pathway to your purpose. Why do you think that many of us don't take the time out to do that introspection, that self-discovery, you know, to really find out those whys and those what's in our life? You know, because they're very crucial in Mm -hmm. really changing our lives. But many of us don't take the time out to do that work. I think because you know, we were never taught to really do it, Markeith. If you think about it, um, these types of things, which should be definitely a part of our academic curriculums, are not. Mm -hmm. Um, Self-discovery, self-awareness, purpose, passion, those things aren't taught. And so we start getting this sort of manufactured educational experience. And what we really have to do is create our own educational experience in addition to the schooling that we've had. And so I think it's critically important that if, if you're a parent, Uh, that you teach your kids uh, from the time that they are small. You know, my daughter is six, and I teach her now about really looking at what is your purpose? What do you enjoy doing? You are are created. You are on assignment. You're on a mission. And so I think part of the reason why we don't do it uh, is is twofold. One, uh, we were never taught to. And two, we may not know how to. We may not know where to begin. And I think it begins with um, really doing like I said, self-assessment and really seeking the answers you need. Yeah, you know, we use that term self-discovery. One of my uh, initial coaching programs is kind of called a dream discovery session. But one of the things that I realized actually was that we are not going through the process of discovering. We're really uncovering. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Because, mm -hmm. you know, you mentioned their daughter at six. I think that we know our purpose at a very early age. Mm -hmm. But as we go throughout life, we allow the life of mess, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the life of obstacles and challenges to cover up 
our mm-hmm. purpose and passion. And then when we become an adult, we say that we're discovering when really all we're trying to do is peel back all the layers that we've placed up on our purpose. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so we're really uncovering what we already knew, but we have allowed life to kind of give us a blanket of dirt <laughs> that we have to now dig back up so that we yes. can step inside that purpose and that dream that we have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and so another one of the uh, significant reasons why I wanted to uh, create this podcast is that I'm really passionate about helping people pursue their passion and purpose full time, helping Mm -hmm. individuals really uh, identify ways where they can create opportunity for themselves or monetize upon what their passion and purpose is. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons why I did that is that there was a a recent study done on individuals who work uh, full time and have the nine to five. And and that percentage rate came back that said that 70 plus percent of individuals work a job that they do not like, do not love. Mm -hmm. And if they could shift or if they could find something to do that they were passionate about, they would do it. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I wanted to really create something uh, that would help to address that by introducing uh, the audience to people who have been able to pursue their passion and purpose full time. Mm -hmm. You know, I understand that everybody is not an entrepreneur, but I do believe that we all have the ability to have entrepreneurial skills that can bring in new uh, income or extra streams of income for us Mm -hmm. so that we can have a better quality of life. Mm -hmm. And so as we think about that, can you share with the listening audience how you have been able to tap into your own purpose and passion and create a business around that? Yes. Well, you know, I mentioned earlier that I was practicing law and that it was rewarding and not fulfilling. And I did that for a lot of years. And it was really difficult for me to step away from that because one, I had invested time two, I had invested money. And it's just something about saying I'm no longer going to practice law that was disturbing to me, even though it wasn't authentic. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, walking away from what I call professional dysfunction. Mm. And that's really what I had, because, you know, dysfunction is born from a place uh, that lacks integrity and authenticity and structure and balance and a a lot of things that I didn't really have as a result of having a professional void, you know, really not waking up with a great sense of purpose. And so what really helped me to step away, you know, to be honest with you, was a level of tenacity. It was this inner voice that kept reminding me that I was created to do something different. And then finally being able to honor that. Um, And that took a level of boldness and a level of courage that at one point I wasn't sure I really had. Mm -hmm. And I think if we can all look within ourselves and look at um, our level of tenacity, the ability to forge forward, even when there are obstacles in place. And then the ability to merge that with courage and integrity, meaning the boldness to do something different and the integrity to say what I'm doing for me at this moment does not work. And I think a lot of people miss that, um, the strength to do that, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, to be able to look at something and say that it's not working and then walk away from it even when you don't want to. Right. You know, I like what you said when you said the boldness to do something different. And so that first initial step 
truly is you have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. You yeah. got to make a decision to decide that in order for me to get a different result, I have to do something different. Yes. You know, they call insanity doing the same thing over and over again, expecting mm-hmm. a different result. Mm-hmm. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over again, making the same decisions over and over again, and then expecting your result to be different. You know, and so we have to decide to do something different. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would recommend, you know, in that same vein, you know, I'm really big on questions because I, I believe that questions are the cornerstones of a shift. Mm-hmm. And the questions that I think one should ask is, what is it that's holding me back? Right. And then what is it that will propel me forward? And I think when you sit with that and let that resonate and get answers to that, that begins the transition from where you are to where you really want to be. Yeah, those questions are good, you know, and that's one of the, I think, gifts that I have and why I went into uh, coaching and really helping individuals kind of go from where they are to where they want to be is that sometimes, sometimes we don't know the questions that we need to ask. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we need that external individual who's looking at the picture frame. You know, Mm -hmm. Les Brown likes to say all the time that it's 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 really hard to see the picture when you're in the frame. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> and so sometimes we've got to have individuals who are standing outside of the frame looking at the picture. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they ask us the right questions that we need that will help us to move forward. Absolutely. And so that's that's great advice about asking the questions. And so as we move into this category of turning my passion into income and opportunity, you know, where do I start? Where do I start if I say I'm ready to make that shift? I'm ready to transition into a more fulfilling career or I'm mm-hmm. ready to transition into really getting this business off the ground. What are some of those first steps that I have to do uh, in order to start the process? I think the first step is to really get a great mentor. You know, mentors um, give us wisdom and insight and they uh, really um, accelerate our learning curve. And so if you can find someone who's already doing what it is you want to do, definitely reach out to them. Let them know where you are, where you're trying to go. And I think they can help uh, give you some tips and some guidance on some things that you can do to position yourself well. Uh, So definitely get a mentor. Another thing that you want to do is you want to get committed to the action you need to take to do what it is that you want to do. Commitment oftentimes is overlooked and underrated, Uh, but it is so essential uh, to anything that we are seeking to do because um, the commitment is what makes us do it. So you want to make sure that your commitment is right. You want to make sure that your mindset is right. Uh, And also uh, what you want to do is you want to create a transition plan. You know, I'm, I'm all for, you know, if you if you don't plan, if what is it? What is the statement? If you if you fail to plan, you you, you plan to fail. That's right. And so you need a transition plan that gets you from where you are uh, to where you, you really want to be. And that plan, depending on what type of job circumstances you have, mm-hmm. you know, you have to give yourself time. I think sometimes, you know, we, we live in this fast food nation where we want everything quick. Right. And the reality is you got to work for what you want. And it may not be in your time. It may not be that you can leave your job today, you know, and and create something great. You may have to transition, have transition points and give yourself time to get the wisdom you need, to get the finances you need, to get the mindset you need to win. So create a plan and give yourself time to actually work the plan. That's good. You know, that whole transition plan 
you know, I was starting to, I'm not the biggest planner sometimes. Sometimes I just <laughs> make a decision and I just go. Mm-hmm. But as I was working uh, my job, I was, you know, really going through this season of unfulfillment. And I knew that there was more that I needed to be doing. You know, I was doing speaking engagements and helping a few clients on the side. And but I knew there was just so much more that I could be doing with my day. And so a friend of mine had recommended that, OK, Marquise, you need to make a transition plan. Mm-hmm. You need to set that date. You know, you need to determine, you know, how much money do you need every month mm-hmm. in order to cover your expenses? Mm-hmm. You know, what does that look like six months out? Mm-hmm. Well, before I could really get the plan done, I got laid off. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but the, 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 the great thing, though, was that I at least started the plan. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I at least had something that I could look at to Im- take some immediate action on some things that I knew I needed to do. Exactly. You know, and uh, that same friend texted me this morning and he said, happy one year anniversary. <laughs> you know, because it was one year ago, April the 4th of 2014, that I was laid off my job and I haven't looked back since. Mm, and you that's know, a blessing. That's it a is blessing. a blessing. It is a blessing. Yes. I haven't missed a bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, my lights hadn't been turned off. Nobody has come and gotten my car. My mortgage <laughs> has been paid. <laughs> you know, but it is it's liberating. It it's, is. It's liberating to know mm-hmm. that while I was working that job, you know, making great money, you know, I had a limiting thought that I couldn't make it without one. Mm-hmm. I can relate to that. Absolutely. You know, but these last these last 12 months have taught me that it's possible if you believe Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and not only believe, it's possible if you believe and then add action to your belief. Oh, yeah. Then you become unstoppable. Then you become unstoppable, you know, and it's been a challenge. It's been a great challenge. But, you know, every month I just, you know, I pray, I meditate mm-hmm. and, and I thank God in advance for the new opportunities that come my way. Yep. You know, Absolutely. And every month something works out. Mm hmm. So what is your number one ritual or practice that you have to stay motivated in life and in work? My number one ritual or practice is praise. Can I just tell you that I wake up with it because, you know, I'm so grateful every morning that I wake up that God has given me another chance to get it right. Another chance to impact another life, another chance to to, to self-assess and see what I can do to improve. And so for me, my, my daily ritual is really just praise from the time I wake up. And of course, before I go to bed, but even throughout the day, it's for the little things. And it's not always for the good things. You know, it's for every obstacle, for every challenge, because it all helps you to become better. So I think that's my greatest ritual. It's the thing that motivates me. It's the thing that keeps me on track uh, and and helps to remind me that I'm here for a purpose and I'm living that purpose. And for that, I should be grateful. And so when you praise, what does that do for your to your mindset? What does that do to kind of shift the environment for you, especially when certain obstacles or challenges come? It just, it, it, you know, it keeps me forward looking and it makes me intentional about my being mm-hmm. forward looking in the fact that there are great things to come that I know that I was not given this purpose uh, for any reason. I was given this perfect purpose 
for a specific reason. And that is my gateway uh, to do important work in this world. And so that just motivates me to know that I'm doing something that I love to doing, doing something that I'm passionate about. And it just keeps me on track because it, I'm constantly reminded of my purpose and the, the blessing of having another day to do it and to live it. Awesome. Awesome. So at what point did you realize, hey, I can make this thing happen. I can get into alignment with my purpose. I can not necessarily make a living, but I can create a life, as Jim Rohn would say, Mm -hmm. doing the work that I love. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I think I always knew it, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't always courageous enough to accept the challenge. Mm. I had really allowed fear. I think as many of us do, I had allowed doubt as many of us do. And I had allowed excuses to really challenge me on this journey. And so I finally realized that really those things never really change, that all of that is just a derivative of fear. Mm -hmm. And what had to change was me, that I had to be afraid and act anyway that I had to be uh, in doubt (laughs) and proceed anyway, you know, that I had to be imperfect, you know, Mm -hmm. and proceed anyway. And so when I, when I got the proceed anyway message in the, the, the deep uh, and the depth of my belly, it changed the trajectory of my life. And I realized that I could do anything. I just needed to not allow, um, as one of my mentors would say, the giants, the giants in my mind uh, stopped me from doing what I was called to do and being who I was called to be. And that made a big difference in my life and in my business. Yeah. Not allowing the giants to, to, to block you from moving mm-hmm. forward. You know, you said that in, in order for uh, my situation to change, you had to change. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. many of us, uh, we want our situations to change. We, we want the manifestation of, the business or we want the manifestation of the new opportunity, the new career, but it all hinges on your ability to change or to your habits in making it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, as a, as a biology major in undergrad, they call that osmosis sitting around just waiting on something to happen. And mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't happen that way. It doesn't just fall out the sky. It comes mm-hmm. through our rituals. It comes through our practices. It comes through our habits. Our habits are ordering things off the menu of life mm-hmm. every single day. And so we have mm-hmm. to ask ourselves the question, what are we ordering? <laughs> when we when we go to a restaurant and we sit down at Jay Alexander, at Brick Tops, at Maggiano's, when we sit down... <laughs> We look at the menu and mm-hmm. we, 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 we review the menu and we look and see what they have on the menu. And then the waiter comes to the table and the waiter asks, what is it that we would like to order? And we read the menu and we tell the waiter what we want to order, what we want to eat, what we want to see him mm-hmm. or her to bring back to the table. Mm-hmm. And we expect that the waiter will bring back exactly what we ordered. Mm. And life is the same way. Mm. Whatever you order, you should expect it 
to come back to you. Amen. And every Amen. day, every day we're ordering through our habits, through yes. the things that we say, through the things that we do, yes. you know. And so, don't be surprised that <laughs> that you don't have any money in your bank account because you're the one that ordered it. <laughs> you, know? you know, yeah, yeah, that's so true. It reminds me of what TD Jake said. You know, he said something that was so powerful. He said, "If you don't like what you reap, mm. change what you sow." Change what you sow. And then I heard Steve Harvey say something was, that was just as powerful as that. He said, listen, so many of you are walking around talking about this is my season, you know, uh, to reap what I have sown. But you haven't sown anything. Mm. So you won't reap anything. That's right. And so it really boils down to asking, you know, if you, if, if you don't like what you reap, change what you sow. And if you're not reaping anything, then that means you need to sow something. That's right. That's right. And then we have to understand, you know, I think we preach it now. We, we, <laughs> we have to understand that when you sow a seed, it doesn't reap an immediate harvest. That's right. That's right. And so we have to practice a level of contentment and patience. Yes. And we have to just keep sowing, mm-hmm. you know, and at some point in time. Mm-hmm. That harvest definitely will come. And that comes, you know, we we are pursuing entrepreneurship. And we have to understand that in order for us to reap the benefit of what entrepreneurship can happen is that we just have to continuously sow, continuously mm-hmm. serve, continuously mm-hmm. provide um, value to other people so mm-hmm. that, that at some point in time there will be something that will take root that would allow what we've done to one day produce a harvest, but it doesn't always come immediate. That's right. And it's not always pretty. You see, when you sow a seed in the ground, you have to get in the dirt. Mm -hmm. You have to get down into it. And some of us are too cute with it. And we're not willing to really get down into the dirt of life Mm -hmm. uh, and really sow the way that we need to. But sometimes you got to dig in there. Mm -hmm. You got to plant it just right. You can't just put the seed on top of the ground because then it it won't grow. Mm -hmm. Uh, It has to be put into the ground. And so that means that you have to dig, dig deep within yourself. Uh, Look at the dirt that you have. Look at um, the things around you that cause you to get a little dirty and know that it's okay because all of that goes into the growing process of who you are and the manifestation of your harvest. That's right. That's right. That's right. So everyone who's listening on today, we may be using these agricultural metaphors or these spiritual metaphors, but they are also good business principles. Mm-hmm. Good business principles. Well, we're going to take a quick 30-second break while you listen to this uh, commercial, and we'll be right back in 30 seconds. Are you a corporate executive or career professional who's ready to take your life back, ready to take your time back, and you've thought about becoming a coach, a speaker, a trainer, or consultant in your own business? Well, I want to invite you to schedule a brand maximization discovery session so that I can help you to uncover that expertise and learn how to properly package yourself in an online-based business. I'm Markeith Brayton, personal brand strategist and master lifestyle coach who's all about helping corporate executives and career professionals to maximize and monetize their personal brand online so that they can create a location-free business and live the life that they crave. What I know for sure is that you want to be doing something that's fulfilling and that's exciting and that provides great value to the world. 
You want to make a greater impact on the lives of individuals. And you know that if you keep doing what you've always done, you'll always get the results that you've always gotten. So schedule a brand maximization discovery session by going to my website, markeithbrayton.com forward slash consultation. That's markeithbrayton.com forward slash consultation. And let's maximize and monetize your personal brand. All right. Welcome back, friends. We are talking to Terry Harrison, who is fearless and fabulous. And she has been helping us uh, give us some great advice for life and advice for business. And we just want to continue our conversation. And, you know, and I like to share with the listening audience, you know, different resources and and different books that our guests may be reading that we may want to pick up to kind of help us with our own personal mindsets and help us with our lives so that we can get out of life what we desire to get out of life. And so, Terry, can you share with us, you know, what are some resources, whether they be online or not online, that you have found very useful for you as you continue to pursue uh, uh, your uh, your professional business career and as you just continue to want to create a better life for yourself? Well, one of the biggest resources I use, you know, the, the online is such a huge portal of information and knowledge. And there's just no reason why uh, we shouldn't be reading because there's so many great articles out there. Uh, you can go onto Twitter and just uh, see a plethora of great uh, business articles or articles that deal with things that you have an interest in. So I use uh, Twitter for me is great because I can go on there and get access to all sorts of articles uh, that uh, help me uh, to be a better coach, help me uh, to be uh, uh better at what it is that I do and read things that are helpful to my clients. So I, I like to look online for information because information is key, of course, um, to our wisdom and our success. Um, another tool that I use that's not necessarily a, a online resource, but really an inner resource is consistency. Mm. Um, I think consistency is so key and it's something that I missed out on in the beginning of my business. <laughs> when you are an entrepreneur, you control your day. That's right. And uh, that could be problematic <laughs> um, <laughs> if you are not careful. And so what I found was that I was not getting a lot done and the lack of consistency of doing something every single day for a specific amount of time really hurt my productivity. And so I would say uh, to really develop consistent action towards your goals on a daily basis and make that a daily practice. Really, um, you know, as we talked about earlier today, a daily ritual of being consistent at putting forth energy and effort uh, into that harvest that we talked about, into planting a seed. Uh, you should be planting things on a daily basis. And uh, last but certainly not least, I think you need discipline. Mm. Discipline is the foundation of your success. You know, it's it's uh, the, it, it controls everything that we do from uh, how we think to how we speak, from our health to our wealth. Discipline is key. And without it, uh, you will have a chaotic life and you will never really reach the goals that you have because you won't have the discipline to see them through. And so uh, consistency, uh, discipline and some online resources, I think. Uh, anybody can use that and anybody can be set <laughs> with those three resources. That consistency and discipline, I tell you, you know, we could literally waste a whole day because of mm -hmm. all the myriad of things that come our way. Mm 
Mm-hmm. You know, and so mm-hmm. having that consistent practice is definitely been something that I have needed to work on. You know, I'm reading this book called The Miracle Morning mm-hmm. and The Miracle Morning by uh, Hal Elrod discusses the consistency of how we spend the first 60 minutes of our day mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he is of the mindset that how you spend the first 60 minutes of your day will be how you spend the rest of your day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that consistency and discipline is a definite must for uh, not just entrepreneurs, but for anyone who wants to make sure that their day is productive. Yes. And and, and to add to that, you know, I, I spoke at a conference. It was actually a brunch uh, this weekend. And one of the things that I said to the women at this brunch is that, you know, uh, we ha- we have to get real with ourselves mm-hmm. and we have to we have to <laughs> we have to look at are we living in priority? Mm. A lot of times we talk about living in balance, but are you living in priority? In other words, are you spending the bulk of your time on things that matter? Or are you spending the bulk of your time on things that don't? And, you know, the example that I gave is that if you're more committed to watching scandal than you are to the manifestation of your dream, there's a problem. You know, if you're more committed to getting home to watch Empire on Wednesday night than you are to your purpose and your dreams, there's a problem. And I watch those shows, so it's nothing wrong with watching the show. It's just about living in priority and making sure that the bulk of your time goes towards something that yields a significant result. That's good. That's good. Living in your priority. Now, Terry, what books have had the biggest impact on you or what are you currently reading now? Well, one of the books I would say that had the biggest impact on me was Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. Mm. And the reason why I gained 76 pounds in law school, 76. And (laughs) it wasn't because I was sick. It wasn't because I was, you know, I think it really was because I was just eating late at night. I was in Louisiana, you know, so I was eating that good you know, down home, Southern cooking all the time and, you know, late at night. And, and, and before I knew it, I didn't recognize myself. Mm-hmm. And the, the tragedy in that was not necessarily the weight. The tragedy in that was that I couldn't figure out how to stop it. So what really got to me was not necessarily the size of my body, but the size of my mindset and why I couldn't make it big enough to where I could say no to a piece of cake or say no to a soda that I didn't need. And so there was a battle, a real battle going on in my mind and with this whole situation. And that book really helped to transition me. I lost 44 of those pounds. Uh, and, and still, yeah, Well, thank you. Still working on it. But, you know, the reality is, um, you know, there is a battlefield in our mind. Uh, we are all in, in war, whether we know it or not. See, we're warring between who we are and who we, were, who we were created to be. There's a constant war going on, and you have to ask yourself, what are the casualties? What are your casualties from that? And, you know, for me, it was self-esteem. For me, it was confidence. For me, it was not really stepping out, um, in a, you know, like I needed to because I was uncomfortable with my appearance and felt like, how can I empower, you know, women to go out and do great things, and I can't say no to a Coke? You know, so I I felt like, you know, I I, I lacked the level of discipline necessary um, to really promote other people. But then 
you know, by reading the book, I realized that it really is a battle and that mindset is so um, integral to everything that we do. And, and as Alison Burr would say, to who we be. And, um, and I needed to change mine. And that really became the stepping point and the transition point for me uh, to really get bold about me and what I was created to do. So that was one of my most significant books. And right now I am reading something that I just started. I love Brandon Burchard and he has a book called The Motivation uh, Manifesto. Yes. And um, have you read that? I have not read it, but I have uh, watched <laughs> his videos on it. Yes, it's powerful. You know, he, he talks about the concept of the fact that we were born as lions, but we live as mice. Mm. And just that alone, you know, is so powerful um, because we were born as lions. And why are we living as mice? Wow. You know, and so it's a very powerful book. I just started and I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to get back to it today. Great, great, great reads. Great reads. The Battlefield of the Mind and the Motivational Manifesto. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Motivation Manifesto by Brandon Burchard. Great, great. And so as we wrap up and as we prepare to close this week's podcast, what's one piece of advice that you would give someone who is ready to make the shift and live a life that is fearless and fabulous? Mm, Well, I would tell you, if you are ready to make the shift, understand that there is a difference between uh, ready to make the shift and actually making the shift. Mm. That there are some things that have to happen in between those transition points in order for you to get from point A to point B. And what I would tell you is that uh, analyze whether or not you are stuck and what I call intention, Mm. because intention becomes a cycle. See, you can intend to want to shift. You can intend to step into purpose. But the question becomes, are you going to take the necessary action to do it? And so my advice to you would be to become action oriented, to to step out of intention into action, uh, be bold, uh, be unstoppable and don't give in and don't give up. Keep going until you get to the space, until you get to the place that you know you were created to be in. Wow. 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 So can you tell the listeners where they can find you online via your website, Twitter and Facebook? Absolutely. Well, listen, I want to connect with each and every one of you. Uh, You can go to my website. It's www.f fworldwide.com again www.ffworldwide.com uh, we can also uh, connect on twitter uh, my twitter handle is at underscore terry harrison that's t-e-r-i-h-a-r-r-i-s-o-n and you can find me on facebook uh, my page is terry nicole harrison uh, and that nicole is n-i-c-h-o-l-e terry nicole harrison let's definitely connect uh, and uh, I look forward to connecting with you. Well, Terry, I want to thank you for joining me on the podcast. You have provided us with some great content, great information, great inspiration. You have really been a blessing, I know, to the listening audience. And I hope that you all go to Terry's website, and that is www.ffworldwide.com. And review some of the things that she has on her website. Even uh, there's a book that is available that Terry has. Terry, you want to tell us a little bit about your book? Um, sure. I have a book. It's called Winning at Entrepreneurship. 
innovative strategies for small business success. And it's really about creating your business from the inside out. And uh, it has a wealth of information, especially for someone who has a business idea or his or is early in their business or maybe not profiting in their business. This is your roadmap. This is a great GPS to have because I talk to you uh, from everything uh, from mindset and what it takes to have the mindset of an entrepreneur all the way to how to legally protect your business, uh, what you need in contracts, what you need to be mindful of it's for taxes and how to have a rocking staff and how to, uh, you know, hire for your business uh, in a powerful way. So the book is really a one stop shop for people who have a business or who are looking to create Great. So stop by her website and check that book out. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this second episode of the Women's History Month Rewinds as we talk to Terry Harrison and she shared with us how we can turn our passion into income, how we can really create a business around what it is that we love. As I always like to ask you, please go to Apple iTunes and leave a rating and review of this episode. Let us know what you thought about the episode. Let us know if you have any questions and you can email me at markeith at markeithbrayton.com. I look forward to reading your emails and look forward to listening and reading your suggestions for the podcast. But until next week, I hope that you have a great rest of your week. And just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care.